Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be Success Breeds Haters. Oh boy, one of my favorite topics, talking about haters. Well, I've actually got an email success story. It's, this obviously is the first video that I've published of the new year. And what better way to start off the new year than somebody who is experiencing a lot of success? But you can tell when I go through this guy's email that he obviously was shocked at the level or I should say the lack of support from people around him who he would be thinking, like any natural person, they should all be happy for me, but they're not. So he shares his success story and also what he's experienced with haters because let's face it, no matter what you do in life, if you try to better yourself and better where you are right now and how you are, maybe New Year you've decided, hey, I'm gonna join the gym and I'm gonna lose 50 pounds or I'm gonna get in shape. And tell everybody you know and see what kind of reaction you get. Oh, you won't stick with it. Ah, oh, that won't last. And a week or two, you'll be out drinking beers by the pool and eating pizza again like it was nothing. That's the kind of helpful stuff that you'll get. Try to improve your career or go to school for something you're really passionate about. Tell everybody you know about that. You'll get some interesting reaction. But this is something that all of us have to deal with. And the more successful you become in life and the more noticeable, noticeable your success is, the more there's evidence of it, the more you're going to attract weak people. Because as I've talked about before, you can even look – there's a great book that you should definitely read. That It's one of the recommended books if you go to my website and click the products tab, it's Malcolm Gladwell's book called The Tipping Point. It's basically 60% of the population has a herd mentality, meaning they're just going to do what everybody else does. And it's really interesting. Uh, when you look at something like when I – because I tend to be pretty active on Twitter and I like to talk about politics and I like to talk about the constitution and I like to talk about freedom. I like to talk about guns and things of that nature. And you get some really emotional reactions with people that really aren't even listening to what you have to say. They're just reacting to their groupthink that they've bought into. It doesn't matter whether you're a liberal or a conservative. It's just people when they hear something that's contrary to what they've been told they're supposed to believe, ah, ah, they just fucking freak out and can't handle it and go attacking everybody that doesn't agree trying to get them to conform. And it's really hard to stand out in a world where everybody is trying to get you to conform because people that are unhappy, that are miserable, whose jobs suck, whose businesses suck, whose peer group sucks, who they've chosen to spend their life with sucks, they don't want to be woken up to the fact that certain aspects of their lives suck and they really resent you trying to better yourself and get in shape or date a better quality lover or have a better quality job or a better quality peer group. Because when people see somebody close to them starting to do better, they fear that they're going to lose that person, that they're going to be left behind and it's a reflection to them, well, if that person gets in shape and loses 50 pounds and I'm still a fat slob. And I don't do anything about it and I don't love myself enough to eat better and go to the gym and take care of myself. What does that say about me? 
Remember, I just talked about this in my book and I talked about it in countless videos. No one will ever do or say anything to you that isn't a direct reflection of how they feel about themselves in a moment. We tend to project what we have on the inside that we don't like onto other people. It's a way that human beings go about disassociating from things that they don't like. They blame others. You can see this in politics a lot. You got one class of voters or politicians that say, you know what, this group over here, they're why you don't have the success or the money that you want or why you're being held back. And everybody, because they don't want to take personal responsibility for their own success and happiness in life that's bought into that, they buy into these bullshit lies. And they continually vote for people who never make their lives any better. But yet, they don't realize that. They don't see the disconnect between how they're showing up, how they're voting, what they're agreeing with, and the fact that their lives never get any better. It's like one of the things that Tony Robbins said. People will act consistently with who they view themselves to be whether that view is accurate or not. So with that said, I have a quote that I wrote on this topic and I'm going to go through this guy's email and celebrate his success because obviously it sounds like not a lot of people in his life are celebrating his success. And if you think about it, 3% man, only 3% of the world's men really get these things. Men who are unsuccessful women with women tend to envy Men who are successful or men who are perceived to be more successful. How many times have you seen a hot woman with an average or an ugly dude and everybody looks at the guy and goes, why is she with that fucking schmuck? Why can't you just be happy with this schmuck? Maybe he's got a really big dick. Maybe he's a great communicator. Maybe he's a 3% man because he read my book. Instead of being jealous and envious of this guy and hating on him, Maybe buy him a beer, take him to lunch, take him to dinner, ask him how he did it, what he said to her, what he did. What a novel idea. Most people don't do that though. Because by throwing a label and attacking, you can go, whew, glad to put that label on that person and they're a jerk, they're this, they're that. And therefore, I don't have to pay attention because they're not relevant. And they just keep going the way they're going and their life doesn't get any better. And they continue to blame other people. So the quote says, everybody wants to be successful, but few people are willing to pay the price and put the time in that is required to become successful. The more successful you become, the more you will attract and draw the scorn of jealous, envious, and unsuccessful people. People tend to attack in others either what they lack within themselves or what other people are connected to on the inside that they are disconnected from within themselves. Unhappy people tend to envy, attack, and ridicule happy people. Unsuccessful people tend to envy, attack, and ridicule successful people, etc. People also tend to project their unhappiness, fear, anger, self-hatred, self-loathing, and internal inadequacies onto others to feel better about themselves. Successful people are self-reliant, self-motivated, and outcome-focused. Unsuccessful people blame others for their unhappiness or lack of success in, in an attempt to absolve themselves from any personal blame or responsibility for their failures, shortcomings, and lack of success. 
So even like I was saying earlier, even if you just want to lose a little bit of weight or get in shape, people that are out of shape that are around you, that are in your peer group, could be your friends, family, coworkers, and they know they should be doing something better to take care of themselves, they're going to attack you and get you to conform to what the rest of the herd is doing because they don't want to feel uncomfortable. They in essence want you to shrink from your own glory and amazingness so they don't have to be reminded of how they are settling for a life that is less than what they're capable of living. That's just the way it is, folks. Like it or not, we all have to deal with people like this. And unfortunately, most of the people in the world are miserable, they're fucking unhappy, and they don't have anywhere close to the life and lifestyle that they want. And if you're watching this video, you're one of those few people who actually is doing something about it. But the good news is, you, as you improve your life, you become a leader in your community, in your peer group. Because at the end of the day, the word lead means to go first. And the reality, I had a, I remember it was probably 10, 12 years ago, I heard this guy speak and he said something that I thought was really great. He talked, he was given a seminar one time and this woman stood up and just starts attacking him. It was, a, it was a, like a real estate seminar and he was teaching people how to, realtors, how to generate referrals from their existing database of clients. And in this seminar, you got people that come from all the country that have been following his system for years and been implementing it and doing really well with it. And they like going to these gatherings because of the camaraderie, because of the like-minded people there who are positive, who have good things to say to them, instead of the other miserable, unsuccessful realtors that they tend to encounter in their daily lives back in their communities. And so you got all these people standing up and going, I made this, I made X amount of dollars, I had X amount of transactions closed, I made, you know, sold number so and so number of houses. And you get this one person, oh, these people are paid plants, they're this, they're that. And she starts attacking this speaker on stage and saying all these nasty things to him, despite the fact that she's surrounded by a sea of people that have been coming there for years and shelling out. $500,000 or whatever it is for these seminars every time the guy comes to town and they're willing to do it just because it's positive reinforcement of doing what they already do to help keep them motivated when they're dealing with all these fucking haters that they have to deal with in their life. And the one thing the speaker that struck him about that, what he realized about this woman, is deep down she's just fearful. She's looking for leadership because deep down she's attacking this guy to see what he's made of. Because if she can't get him to be a big floppy cock and backtrack on what he said, if he stays strong in it, then that gives her a reason to believe in him and the strength of what he's teaching and buy into while these dozens of people that are standing up and sharing their testimonies, just like what I talk about in these videos. Here I'm sharing a success story of a guy who's done really well because of my work, but he's dealing with haters as well. And the more successful you become in life in anything, the more you're going to have to deal with this. So let's go through his email. He says, hey coach, thanks for all you do, brother Corey. If you select my email to review as a video newsletter, you can easily call this one Success Breeds Haters. It was such a good title that I went ahead and named it that too. Made my job a little easier. Now, if you write me an email, I can't guarantee that I'm going to use it in a video, and I also can't guarantee that I will use what you suggest as a title, but in this case, it was pretty good. It was apropos. Why did I say that? 
Ever since I started digging into your material, I'm finishing up my second thorough read with stops to review the Google references, sometimes multiple times daily. Now listen to what this guy has done to be successful because I'm going to read one of my haters that just posted a shitty review in the past couple days to the iBookstore. And maybe you can kind of see some comparisons of the hater, where he's at and why he wasn't successful and why this particular guy is successful. Because he's reading the book. He's Googling the things that I suggest, the additional videos in there if he wants additional information on certain topics throughout the book. Multiple times daily. Daily. How many times have you heard me say in a video, just try to get a little better each day? This guy followed instructions. That's why I'm reading his success story because he actually followed instructions. He was a man. His balls had dropped, so he did what was right, and that's why he's getting results. My life is becoming fucking magical. I am getting a small taste of what you mean when you say meeting women should be effortless. It is. Well, attraction is not a choice. Most guys' problem with women is that they talk women right out of liking them. I was having a conversation with a girlfriend of mine the other day and we were chatting about this and she's like, you know, I remember those times when we were younger hanging out in bars and, and stuff and guys would come over and just say the stupidest, douchiest things, trying to be cute, trying to be funny. And one thing she said struck me. She says, I didn't care how hot the guy was. As soon as she, he came over and started talking like a douche, he was fucking out of there. Good-looking guys come over and they talk themselves right out of an opportunity to date as opposed to just coming over and saying, God, you fucking take my breath away. I had to come over and talk to you. What's your name? What's your name? Blah, blah, blah. That's completely different than coming over. And it's like the guys come over and they try to fly under the radar. But the bottom line is women are very smart. If a guy approaches a woman, guess what? The woman knows that you're interested. You're not hiding shit from her. All you're doing is... If you're trying to be cute and use funny jokes or routines or things that are inauthentic, they can see right through the bullshit. What they see is that you're not comfortable in your own skin. You're not comfortable being a man. And women want a man. They don't want a little boy who's putting on a little act or a little show. You will get a thousand times further with authenticity, being real, and speaking what's in your heart. Even if it is you have a fucking unbelievable body or, oh my God, you take my fucking breath away. You have the most beautiful eyes I've ever seen in my life. Oh my God. Whatever it is that a woman has an effect, tell her immediately. That's authenticity. That makes women feel safe and comfortable. Guys come over and they act creepy. They act weird. You're going to get nowhere. You're going to blow really great chances. He says, my inner confidence in how I carry and express myself has dramatically improved a thousand percent. That's quite a bit, dude. It's not just with meeting and engaging women. It is also causing me to experience massive success in my job. I talk about this in the book. The more successful you become in your personal life, the more it's going to grow your self-confidence. And that's going to have a positive effect on your earning potential and your ability to either negotiate a better salary or a better job or get a job at a different company that pays you more and has better conditions. Because what happens is the more you feel loved, 
the more you feel lovable, the more peaceful and relaxed and certain you feel, the more you expect that as your standard in every area of your life. So if you weren't very successful with women and then you become successful with women, you know that you're entitled to be awesome and have an awesome job, an awesome career, an awesome business, an awesome peer group, an awesome body. And when you think that way and you expect that way, you act in ways that are congruent with that. And that's what this guy is seeing. And I told him that would happen. I wrote that in my book. However, I am noticing a lot of haters growing out of the bodies of people I used to consider cool acquaintances and coworkers. Can you imagine me being in real estate and doing what I was doing and then telling people I'm going to become a full-time life coach and write a book? They thought I had fucking lost my mind. They thought I was absolutely stupid and fucking crazy. And I, I remember last week I was hanging out with, with my cousins and I was, I was showing one of my, my cousins, we were talking about a girlfriend that, that I dated and we were kind of looking through some old pictures and I, I showed him a picture of one of my previous girlfriends, this fucking beautiful woman. And he looked at me, but in all seriousness, he's like, you quit hitting that? He looked at me like I was the dumbest man on the planet. Like I was a, just an absolute fucking idiot for letting this girl go. He never dated a woman like that. But just because she's hot doesn't mean she ain't fucking batshit crazy. The idea is to find a good balance. Again, most guys just have never dated the kind of women that they believe or perceive are out of their league. And if you haven't dated a lot, if you haven't had lots of good experiences with the kind of women that you want, maybe you had one. Maybe you'd just broken up with somebody and she was the hottest woman you'd ever been out with. And you're really fearful that you're never going to find anybody again or find anybody better. And somebody close to you in your own family says something like that to you. Are you, you quit hitting that? You, you let that get away? What kind of a fucking idiot are you? Not that they are going to come right out and say that, but you can tell by looking in their eyes and the tone of their voice, that's what they're fucking thinking. So that's going to make you second guess yourself. I was doing an email I answered for somebody today. And this guy, he was in his 50s. And he's dating this woman that's got a list a mile long of problems. And he'd broken up with her, dumped her a year ago. And it's like she called and texted him for like almost a year trying to get him back. And he just, he wanted nothing to do with her. But what happened? Everybody around him, hey, what happened to that girl? He hadn't found anybody new yet. And for the last three or four months, he's been hanging out and having fun and hooking up with her. Be it all the problems that were there before he broke up with her, they're still there. And it's almost like he acts shocked that she is this way. He wanted my opinion in this situation. He just basically bitched out and settled because of the negative influence of the haters around him and his own fear and self-doubt. But the more you're able to have repeatable success, the more you go – you get that first woman that knocks your socks off and that relationship, say it runs its course, you date a couple years, whatever. And then it just kind of runs its course. And then you, you're going to have a period of time where you're going to worry, I might not meet anybody else. But you got to stick with it. And then you get the second relationship and the third 
and the fourth. And then that just eventually, it becomes what you're used to. But when you experience something for the first time and then you decide to leave that really spectacular, best that it's ever been kind of relationship in hopes to find something, someone even better suited to you, it's going to be scary. You're going to be fearful of it. You're going to be worried. Can I find somebody better? Well, the next person, I mean, that's what caused me to marry my first wife. Deep down, I knew it needed to end, but I was too much of a bitch. I didn't know any better to end it. So I married her. Sounds really smart and reasonable, doesn't it? Most people do that, though. He says, you definitely need to put a disclaimer in your book and videos such as, caution, apply this material at your own risk of attracting haters. I mean, you can look at any professional athlete. Even the best athletes, they have one bad. I remember last year, Coach Belichick, after they lost, I can't remember who they lost. I think, I think it was Kansas City. They just got crushed. It was like 40-something to like 7 or 15 or so. It was like a, it was so lopsided. And all the reporters and haters are, you know, confronting Bill Belichick. And the tone is, well, you know, Tom Brady's washed up and you're pretty much washed up as a coach. And so you're going to pretty much pack it in, right? That's just kind of the tone. And his look on his face was just one of disgust. And he got, his answer to every question was, we're on to Cincinnati. Why? He's living in the present moment. He's not going to be influenced by these douchebags. And what happened? The next week they went out. I I don't remember who they played, but they absolutely destroyed that team. And they went on to win the fucking Super Bowl last year. One loss. Guy has, what did he have, five? I think he had probably six Super Bowl rings total, two two or three of them as assistant coach, defensive coordinator with the Giants when Belichick coached under Parcells. And so what happens? They go and they win the Super Bowl. Remember, the quarterback's supposed to be washed up, coach is supposed to be washed up, and then they win the Super Bowl. This guy's the best in the world. Tom Brady's the best quarterback in the world. Bill Belichick is the best coach in the world. Probably the best NFL coach that's ever lived. He has led the New England Patriots to six Super Bowls. He's won four of them, lost two of them. No coach in history has ever done that before. The guy loses one game and they're like, you're fucking washed up. And they go out and they win anyways. Seriously though, with my new attitude and improved self-confidence and self-respect, I am radiating and glowing and people are taking notice and flocking to get to know me. However, haters want to come to the party too. So notice what I was saying earlier about this about what this guy had been doing. He's on his second read and he's reading the Google references sometimes multiple times daily. And so here's this hater. He says, it doesn't work. What Corey teaches in his book is the exact same stuff on his YouTube videos. He didn't read the fucking book. No need to buy the book or read it 10 to 15 times. Obviously he's saying right there, he didn't follow instructions. So you know what? If somebody's unwilling to apply what my book teaches and what they learn in the videos, there's nothing that me or anybody can do for them because they're not open to it. Major grammatical errors. Well, last report when I saw from Kindle, there were actually three grammatical errors that Kindle has highlighted to me. So I know there are a few in there, but so what? I'm not fucking perfect. Major grammatical errors. And he repeats himself pretty much throughout the entire book. 
No shit, Sherlock. Repetition is the mother of skill. That's why I repeat key concepts over and over and that's why I continue to repeat the same things over and over in videos because it's the only way people get it. Wasted my money. Concepts do not work at all in this digital age of dating. Save your money and do not waste your time. So again, that guy obviously spent no time. He probably read it. Probably reached out to a couple of girls that he already knew that had already formed an opinion on him on Facebook and hit on him in a creepy way and they blew him off and he just takes the book and ah fuck it doesn't work. That guy is not a serious student. That's the kind of guy that shows up to an NFL training camp. They give him the playbook and the playbook sits in his room collecting dust. He doesn't even bother to read it and then he wonders why he gets cut and he goes, the coach is a dick. He doesn't know real talent. He's an idiot. He's washed up. He's a has-been. That's the kind of thing you hear. <clears throat> but I mean it's a contrast. You got one guy who's a serious student, reads the book. He's on a second read. He's applying it. He's already seeing success and the haters are starting to notice that he's starting to be more successful with them. So they're trying to knock him back down a few notches to their level. To me, it would seem like people would want to see you do better, change your life for the better and take note on how to change their lives but instead they try to pull you down the old crabs and the crabs in the barrel mentality. Well again because most people are unhappy and unsuccessful, that's just unfortunately that's what you're going to have to deal with. Because think about it, when people are wealthy, when they're successful, when they're happy, when they're in love, when their businesses are doing well, when their careers are doing great, they tend to be in a peaceful and relaxed state. They take better care of themselves. They take better care of their bodies. They eat healthier. They're just happier. They're more gracious. They're more generous. They give to charity more. They do more charitable acts. They're just kinder people. They can read a book and if the whole book just pretty much sucked but they got one good idea, they're excited about the one good idea that they got out of the book. That's the difference between successful people and miserable people. Just the way it is. He says, I don't understand that thinking, but it's their weight to carry. I prefer to live as drama-free as possible. In any case, having a healthy level of self-confidence and self-respect is not negotiable. You really kind of have to be your own best friend. You have to make yourself happy. You have to decide what makes you happy and do more of that. And the things that don't, move them out of your life. Those people that are bringing drama in your life, move them on out. Oh yeah, we'll definitely get together. I'm just real jammed up right now, man. I'll give you a call. I no longer give that away to others for validation. Thanks to your work and some quiet time alone with the creator in prayer, I have finally realized and truly accept to the core of my being that I matter. For a long time, I put my self-worth and self-esteem in other people's hands to validate and approve. You will always be miserable if you do that. And good for you, dude. Kudos to you for recognizing that and taking your power back. I have taken your saying as my own. Fuck that noise. It feels awesome to genuinely love and respect myself and to be able to love and see others as they truly are, including wolves and sheep's clothing. It's like that hater. I mean – Maybe someday when he's open to it, he'll find the right person for him and he'll get the help that he needs. But obviously, the guy's not open to being helped and there's nothing I can say or do or anybody for that matter 
that's going to make his life any better. He just basically says, oh, it's all Corey's fault. The shit doesn't work. So therefore, I'm going to give up and not make any effort. Also, I know what it means to make your haters your motivators. The more they hate, the more I become great. Thanks again for your contribution to the world and for helping me turn my life around. I'm far from done and look forward to the 20th read of your kick-ass book. Well, you know what, dude? By the time you get to 20 reads, you'll be teaching this stuff. Your friends will be coming to you for advice. That's what I want. I'm not interested in having millions and millions of followers. I'm interested in creating as many leaders as possible because the true measure of a leader is not how many followers he has but how many leaders he creates. And You're becoming a leader in your community. The word lead, again, it means to go first. You're doing that. And When you have all that success, people that may have even hated on you in the beginning will say, you know, what was the name of that book you were talking about? It's like, because that girlfriend of yours is really fucking beautiful and I'd like to have a girl like that and it obviously worked for you and if I just do the same things, well, I have to eventually get the same kind of results. Duh. I mean, it's your birthright. I mean, think about it. What's the whole point of being attracted to a woman if she doesn't knock your fucking socks off? We're designed to be animalistically attracted to the people that we're with and if it's not there, move the fuck on and do the work on yourself that it takes to become what you need to be so you can attract somebody like that. Definitely something to think about. So if you'd like to get my help personally, go to my website, click the products tab at the top of your screen on any page of my website and book whatever kind of coaching session works for you and I will talk to you soon.